Several years ago, the Dalai Lama said it was time for him to review and to complete his preparations for death. This is a minority view at a time when a globalising world is preoccupied with youthfulness and fearful of ageing and death. Few of us want to admit our age in a Botox culture where it's a compliment to be told we look youthful and where surveys of ageing workers reveal many of us feel anxious about losing our jobs or being unable to compete against our younger, less wrinkled colleagues. It's also true that when an older worker loses his or her job, the time it takes to get another one is often longer than it is for a younger worker. This is one clue as to why it's difficult to have a conversation that can acknowledge and welcome change, ageing and advancing frailty as inescapable facts of life. Ageing is often seen as less than rather than a positive process of accumulating experiences and memories that can be called on to make wise choices and actions. From Hollywood to entertainment to mass media, the stories, the images and the products that sell are brought to us through the lens of vigorous, youthful, airbrushed perfection. Even though politics and business are run largely by white, wealthy, 60-something men, older people are merely invisible in the age of YouTube, unless we're being sold retirement accommodation or incontinence pads. Aging people remind us that if we live a full lifespan, we will trace an arc from youth to old age to frailty before we're finally gathered into our decline and death. Like a beloved old car, older people show us the wear and tear that's inevitable in the making of a long life journey. Thomas Jefferson, the third US president, once admitted this inevitability to his aging predecessor, John Adams. He said, but our machines have now been running for 70 or 80 years, and we must expect that, worn as they are, here a pivot, there a wheel, now a pinion, next a spring, will be giving way. And however we may tinker them up for a while, all will at last cease motion. Given time, our hair, skin, muscles and bones will grey and weaken revealing the telltale signs of our advancing years and the ailments that are part of ageing, like arthritis and failing eyesight and diminished hearing. Meanwhile, the growth of the cosmetic surgery market makes an enemy of ageing, despite our advancing life expectancy. In 2015, the global annual market for cosmetic services was put at more than $20 billion. North America leads the market, accounting for 45% of revenue, with rapid growth occurring in Asia and the growing middle class of China. Facial reconstruction and cosmetic implants top the list of procedures, followed by body contouring interventions involving the reduction and the removal of fat, cellulite, skin and veins. There is no doubt that age is not revered in our society, so there's no real benefit to looking old says the plastic surgeon Brian Mendelssohn, a doctor who is less interested in challenging an attitude that devalues ageing and who argues that the desire for youthfulness has always been part of society and that we are hardwired to value beauty. 
Mendelssohn Solutions to give customers, and especially women, what they've been taught to want. The face is the essence of our identity, he says. By restoring the youthful contours of the face, modern surgery brings back the vitality which age has taken away. But seen another way, ageing could be a call to something deeper. Time marks itself on the bodies of our elders with the beauty of an artist who might be saying, the great wheel of life has turned a thousand times, but your time is still not done. Your hard-won lessons and gifts are sorely needed, so stay a while longer, if you will. And so here and here and here, I will mark your body vessel with honour, so others will see your sacrifice, your endurance and your magnificence. Mm -hmm.